Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And step back to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simster, he putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation, we running the town. Yeah, it's the Profanity Nation. Welcome to the Profanity Nation podcast, where we are the voice of the professional fan. Another week, another day. However, guys, today's a special day. We've got NFL, NBA games to talk about. We've got a lot. Uh, we've got special guests today. But first, let me introduce my co-host here as always, Money Mike. How you feeling? Hey, I'm good, man. You know, NBA season was great. Great game. We lost by 40. It was amazing, man. We'll get to Look. it. The NBA season, it was a preseason, so <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't yeah, quite say it was a season yet. <laughs> Stat Pat, uh, I know he's blowing that back. out of proportion, he's, but how are you? I mean, he's already in hey. regular season mode, right? Yeah, yeah man, right, for real. Are, <laughs> preseason I mean, game. Class is half full. Yeah. 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 <laughs> two, uh, two, uh, two of the big three is not playing. Man, he's like, yeah. man I'm judging y'all by y'all for yeah. 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 At least they vaccinated, man, so we know they're playing. We're all good. Almost 100%, right? All right, so of course, we've got Money Mike, Stat Pat, and yours truly, Simpson here on the show and uh another week like i said but uh we've got an interesting guest here tonight we have two guests of course we have marco nunez who is the uh professional athletic trainer uh he's going to join us for the five minute injury wrap up and then our special guest today very special is rj white rj white is a female owner ceo president of a professional men's basketball team, and we cannot wait to have her on, yeah. amongst many other things. I mean, yeah, she's right. just incredible. Her accomplishments are incredible. Yep. But as always, we get started here with our friend, our buddy, Mr. Marco Nunez. Marco, how are you doing tonight? Doing well, doing well. How's everybody doing today? Hey, doing good, Marco. We're good, Marco. We're good, Marco. Hey, so hey, let's get right back into it, man. First preseason game, they got LeBron, Carmelo, Anthony, Westbrook, and Trevor Reza all on day to day. So, you know, I thought that was interesting. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. Does Is there a requirement, like, if a player doesn't play, that they have to, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say fake an injury, but put them on the injury list, you know, for them not to play or not suit up, I guess is the question. Yeah, um, yes and no. You know, it, it all depends. It's a preseason, so I, I think that the league isn't making a big deal about it. You could just throw something out there as far as rest or day-to-day. Obviously, you know, the league has made an issue that um, they don't want players resting um, resting on big game days type of thing, ESPN, nationally tele-broadcast games type of thing. Um, but it's a preseason. I mean, this is very common. You see, you're going to see this all throughout the league. KB did this. We did this with Powell. We did this with Lamar. We did this with everybody. So, um, day to day just means we'll see what happens tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I, I got it. What's the process uh, during the preseason of working these players back in? Yeah, so I mean, I, ideally, you want to go in and start increasing the intensity and increasing the load as far as on the court type of thing. Um, hopefully, uh, like I think we talked about this last week, that they're not coming into camp hoping to get in shape if, as far as camp, but but you know, practicing, training. Um, even scrimmaging with your own teammates is a complete different ball game than actually getting on the court and playing a full game type of thing you know, with, with, the, with the actual opponent, so to speak. Because even when you scrimmage with your teammates, they're going to go a little bit easy on you type of thing because the last thing they want is you don't want uh, an injury to occur while you're scrimmaging, while you're practicing type of thing. So game, game conditioning, game shape, game thing is completely different. So you do want to increase intensity. 
Um, you know, first game, first game, first two games, they may not play, but definitely expect them to probably play. I think they usually have what eight, eight preseason games, so yeah. you probably expect them to be out there at least between uh, either five, game five, six, and seven. They're going to probably increase it. They probably take game eight off and then ready to roll. Gotcha. Hey, so you know, speaking of that, like um, I was before we came into um, you know here, I was watching a little bit of the, of the Buck and the Patriot game. And Richard Sherman just popped up, you know, signed on Wednesday, and they put him I saw right, there, right there in live action, you know. And I think they said he hadn't played in about 200 and, you know, some days. So you, you could imagine he's kept himself in shape and, and things like that. But I, I want to ask you about timing, you know, because, you know, gameplay, timing, and the speed of the game is something that really cannot be duplicated or can it be. No, and, and that's the thing about you. You, you can't duplicate a, an actual game type of thing. It's, it's very tough because you can't predict what the opponent's going to be doing. You can't predict what the receiver that you're covering is going to be doing. Now, you can get pretty close to it as long as, you know, you have somebody out there. But like I said, if, you know, he, if, if you are going against Julio, Julio Jones type of thing and you, you get one of your teammates to try to replicate how what Julio Jones is going to be doing, if you're a DB, that's impossible. You can't. You can't th- think of it. Um, game situation. Uh, weather. I mean, same thing out there. I think I was watching watching the game, and all of a sudden, it started raining. Type of thing. I mean, yeah. you can't really um, plan for that. I mean, you could probably predict it, but you can't plan for it. Yeah. But as far as for him, if, I'm assuming that he's probably stayed in shape. I'm hoping he did stay in shape. Um, otherwise, if it throw him out there, he's at higher risk of either issues or injury, and that's the last thing you probably want for him. Yeah, because I, I was telling Pat, you know, Step Pat, like, hey, you know, they kept going at him, and he kept on getting a whole lot of tackles, but they went after him because obviously they figured he wouldn't be able to his timing would be off <laughs> so he but he was getting tackled like crazy <laughs> cool so, so uh when yeah, and, you- but that's the thing about it you know a lot of these players that's why they're professional athletes go ahead no no, oh, no finish your point finish your point okay. okay so i mean that's the thing about the, the their professional athletes so to speak that what they'll do is that there's uh what's called a muscle memory so after they can kind of get the rhythm going they'll probably be able to pick it up and kind of be able to flow and kind of go back to normal uh back back to basketball really quick um when you're when you're uh, in the preseason, you're in training camp and so forth, and they approach this first preseason game. There's obviously not too much emphasis on winning that game. Where is the no. emphasis placed since the stars aren't playing? What what is the coaching staff watching? What, what what's going on out there? So, I mean, bottom line, what you're actually what they're watching is basically the chemistry among the players, the the, the rhythm, the timing. Just like like Money Mike had mentioned, as far as how how they're producing, we're looking at the conditioning. Obviously, if there's any injuries or if a player coming back from an injury, we're, we're tracking, you know, tra- tracking their load, make sure they're not compensating, anything like that. So it's not necessarily winning the game. It's more how the, the, the team functions, so to speak, as far as, you know, how they're playing within rhythm, how they're playing, the, the, how the chemistry is kind of, especially right now, you have a couple of new players. You have a new point guard. You have a new new small forward with Carmelo Anthony. So they want to get kind of get that rhythm going, that chemistry going with, with these athletes type of thing. And then, two, you're also evaluating your draft picks, you know, uh, right now, you have players that, are, that you're deciding whether you want to keep on training camp. Um, odds are that right now, you know, the roster for the Lakers is probably pretty much set. Um, so these athletes are probably trying to either decide whether they want to make the G League team or maybe potentially make another team. Exactly. Just to show up for another team. Correct. Any questions? We're yeah, good, Marco. We're good. Awesome. Right. Please let everybody know the best way that they can keep in, uh, up to date and keep in touch with what you've got going on, Marco. Yeah, thanks for everybody. So uh, if you guys have any questions or want to follow me on Instagram, I'm at MarcoANunion17, or you're welcome to follow me on YouTube at Evolve Athletic Performance. All right. Thank you, Marco. We'll see you next week. Have a great week. Sounds good.
Thank all you, right, Jeremy. Bye bye. All right. So as usual, great info from Marco, you guys. Yeah. But uh, uh, let's get to it. All right. So uh, with no further uh, waiting, let's go ahead and bring on our very special guest. Uh, let's bring on this guest uh, is, again, um, one of the first women or the first woman to own a professional men's basketball team. Her name is R.J. White. R.J., how are Hi. you? Thank you for joining us tonight. Hey. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is great. Hey, I'm excited. Our man. pleasure. Yeah, this is incredible. So um, we've talked a little bit back and forth and, and was trying to set this up on LinkedIn. And, and I'm really happy that we finally got this going. Um, but let me tell you something. And, you know, we do a little bit investigating here when we have a guest, of course. Okay. And uh, you are impressive in your accomplishments. Um, and this is nothing new. This is you from the start. Uh, since you were a very young girl, um, you've been very driven uh, to accomplish a lot. Um, why don't we, I, I think you've done so much. Why don't we go give you a, a <laughs> second to introduce yourself and tell a little bit about yourself and maybe what you've done and how you want to be presented, please. Definitely. Um, well, my name is RJ White. I am president and CEO of Vipers Pro Men's Basketball Team. Uh, we are located in Lake County, Illinois. Um, I'm also currently um, looking to be the first G League or female G League uh, team owner in history. Um, that's my aspiration. I also have and just recently became the first female in history, I believe, um, to purchase a pro men's team in Europe. Absolutely. That's amazing. Hey, but you know what? Listen, like you said, we did a little background on you. <laughs> See, so, so, and, and this is why I love your story because my daughter, she's 13 years old, mm -hmm. but she'll tell you that she wants a Tesla and a Louis Vuitton, and she's going to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> Literally, if, if you talk to her, so she's mm -hmm. going to go. She's, she wants a Tesla. She wants a Louis Vuitton. She's going okay. to go U.S. She's going to go to USC and major in marketing and be an entrepreneur. So she's telling me this at thirteen. Yeah, What's amazing, and, and people are impressed at thirteen. Mm -hmm. Tell me what age you told your dad what she was going to do. <laughs> I told my dad at six. Oh, like, man. Yeah, so <laughs> I had the team, and y'all need to be, like, ready to give me the money for it. And, like, like I had it all planned out in my mind. Now, then, obviously, the price of a team probably wasn't, you know, a whopping $405 million, I believe. <laughs> it's inflation, you know, six-year-old, you don't know that. But, yeah, I told my dad at six years old, I'm buying the NBA team. What, what from your first memory what that you can remember what was it that made you want to go that route what made you think i want to buy a team i want to own a team versus any other possibility with a basketball <laughs> playing or so forth which would be the most common yeah the most common thing would be barbies like or some type <laughs> of you know baby doll or something you know as a six-year-old blocks maybe but um I would probably say it was just from what I've seen. You know, back then, we were just getting color TVs, okay? I'm not going to reveal too much about my age, but um, I, got a, I got a good chance to see a lot of the B-roll, you know, for uh, the NBA. And obviously back then, because I just seen uh, Mr. Nunez, the Lakers were like a thing back then. You know, like if you weren't winning or you didn't have a star player, you were not making any type of TV at all whatsoever. And back then, you know, the Lakers was actually, you know, they had Shaq, they had uh, Akeem Olajuwon, you know, they were – you know, they were really in the landline. So um, I just kept saying like, man, like, I love it. Like I want more B-roll. I need, you know, I need to know what's going on behind the scenes. Like it was just like a rush for me, like at a, as a six year old, like, okay, I, I have to be a part of it. So I've been following it ever since. That's incredible. Now, what was your first uh, attempt at business? First attempt, um, well, I was 15 going on 16. I bought my credit repair company uh, where I created my credit repair company. And you I actually got contracted with the military was helping out militants with when they got deployed, they would like reach out to me and say, Hey, you know, 
I'm on my way to be deployed. Like, can you pay my mortgage for me on time? Here's my credit card information. Now, mind you, I'm a 15, 16 year old. Mm-hmm, I know. About, you know, privacy policies, you know what I'm saying? Like we have right now, you got all the people, like if, if a little piece of information leaked, they blow up emails and send out letters. They doing everything to let you know that your information got leaked. Back then I'm in the office, you know, I had a leasing space at 16 where I had all the stuff, you know, file cabinets locked up, double locked. I had a waiting area that was double locked. And then I was in a secure building. Um, actually, it was a, a native reserve building. So, yeah, at 16, I was helping deploy uh, militants. I mean, I'm just amazed. Credit and pay their bills. I mean, so <laughs> go, go, go. Yeah, because I want to ask you, I mean, because I'm here in the vision at six. You're talking about you have already like your company at 16, 15, 16, like. So I guess the bigger question is like, have you ever worked for someone? Like, have you always yeah. been an entrepreneur? And like, have oh, yeah. you? Heck yeah. Like the cliche that you start a business and you just gonna be a millionaire overnight is so not true. Like mm-hmm. in the words of my parent or my mom, it's gonna take you at least five years before you actually build your business house. So even for me, like concurrently um, in my teens, I wasn't directly working because you know I was in high school and I was mm-hmm. doing my business. So I was using my business as like that way of that nine to five, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But the minute I graduated, which I actually graduated as a teenage parent, I was like, okay, now I got even more responsibilities. But you mm-hmm. know, people didn't know, you know, you know, back then that I, I actually had a decent amount of money, even though I was having a child, I would not suggest that as a teenage parent. But I was one that was fortunate enough that when I had a child, I had the ability to actually take care of my child. You know what I mean? Like it was, it right. wasn't a, the worst, you know, like a financial situation, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So, um, knowing that I had a child on the way, I was like, okay, I'm going to get a job too. So I was actually doing three things concurrently <laughs> with working <laughs> a nine to five once I graduated, having a child and building my businesses and I was going to school. So it was, it was just one of those things, I guess. Okay. But look, 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 I, I'm real about this. <laughs> you know, because, you know, people lie about the age for many reasons, to get in clubs and stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, so if I'm giving you my social security number, right, that's basically mm-hmm. the message I'm doing. How old you had to say that you were in order for them to hand this, you know, information? They knew, they knew how old I was. Ooh, oh, I, really? They knew my age, exactly. Like, they knew what I was doing. They knew my business. I had an EIN number. I had my DUNS number. I had business credit. I had my licenses. I had my state of Michigan license. It was all mounted on the wall. So most people that were there, they they were well aware of my age. Oh, that's amazing. And they that's were amazing. actually referring people to me because, you know, like <laughs> my, the way I was handling my business, it was like, okay, as long as it's getting done, it's done professionally, my information is secure, and, you know, I trust you because ultimately that's what business is about, especially in that line of work. Reliability. It's, yeah, it's, it was no brainer. <laughs> okay. So then, so you went from there, then we, we graduated into uh, actually getting the basketball team. So I went from there and I was like bored. <laughs> it was like, okay, like I'm, I, as you can see, even with what I have on right now, like I got on a hoodie, you know what I mean? Like right now it's like, I just didn't want to be one of those, you know, this is just my preference. You know what I mean? Like I didn't want the pin skirt. I didn't want the button up shirt. I didn't want the dress in the heels. You know what I mean? It was like, I can, I can wear that. Oh yeah. We've seen the pictures. But yeah, but it was just like, I didn't, that just wasn't my aspiration of my dream. So I was like, okay, you got to get back to what you love because you know, the energy is most high when you do things that you actually look forward to doing. Yeah. Right. And, and, and now being a parent yourself mm-hmm. and seeing your kids uh, and seeing them grow up, are you a little bit more aware of how different you may have been as a child at six years old? Are you looking going, when you see no. now, I, my mom, like, she torments me with this all the time because 
my kids act just like me. All right. <laughs> oh, man. Like, nice. my son is eight, and he's doing, like, a, a shoe resale business. Like, he's already, like, cre- doing a layout for his online, you know, store. My other daughter has a candle company in which I think she's about to be partnered with like a big chain, like similar to Home Goods. This My other daughter great. has a cell phone case company and she's she got some of the top athletes and rappers as brand ambassadors. So they're just like me. Love it. Love it. <laughs> That's perfect. But when you were raising them, you were looking at their peers. <laughs> and they're not all like that, obviously. Yeah. So, they, so you they can appreciate, right? They uh, and them. even though very special, very driven, right? Uh, that's absolutely amazing. That's beautiful. You have such productive kids. So, that's so great. let me ask. So, we we know that you you own the ABA team, mm-hmm. and I know you're competitive, like in the business, but you competitive also with sports. Like, how how are you as owner? Are you are you like the Steve Bomber type, where you're just you know cheering around and 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 doing crazy? Like, what's this guy doing? Or you know you're kind of so like funny because and everybody's gonna be like, oh, like what I say, right? But like I'm more of like the Magic Johnson position. Does that make sense? Like general manager, quiet mm-hmm. but getting things closed. Like I'm gonna go get LeBron. I'm bringing LeBron here. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. you'll never know about it until it's actually finished. That's how I am. I work in the back scene. Um, I'm not much of a micromanager, if that makes sense. So yeah, I think people do understand my expectations. Um. If you look at the people that I've hired, you'll see like, okay, she's hired them because they're able to do, you know what I'm saying? Like do the job and deliver. Like my head coach right now, uh, Coach Melvin Allen, like he's former military. So structure, do you see what I'm saying? Um, Even the players that we have, they have a requirement, which I'm sure we'll get into that, but they're required a thousand hours of community service. Like, and there's no slacking off with that. Like it needs to be done. So I think everybody around me kind of knows now, like what my expectations are. Okay, cool. But you're you're just you know okay. I got you. You're, you're not the one that the Mark Cuban type at all. You're just behind the no, scenes. No, no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, like we could play when we get the business clear. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, right now, that. no. Like we we're in October. We're starting up our season, and everybody's like, "Look, I got this taken care of. We back on the line." You know, in two days, every two days until the season actually starts, we have a conference call. So, yeah. And they, how they long is the season? Uh, our season goes from late October until March. So you're really gearing up right now. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. And how many games do you guys play? Um, we usually play anywhere between a 25 and a 40 game season. Because of COVID, I tried to shrink it as much as I could. So I accepted anywhere between 16 and 27. So we'll see where we go. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, we got this so you, you get like D1 players, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I've had plenty of D1 players. <laughs> Right. Okay. And, and do they, how many, like, I, I, I know we, uh, I watched another interview and said the majority, the goal is for them to come through you, you guys develop them, possibly get them to a G League team or overseas yeah. or, or um, I'm ultimately for, the NBA. I'm, I'm accounting for 57 people going overseas right now, I believe. And um, some of those are D1, others aren't. Um, I haven't gotten anybody into the G League, but I have managed to get them into workouts. You know, how they perform when they get there is on That's them. That's up you to them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. In order to secure it, you know, but I'm going to get you in front of the people that you need to be in front of for sure. What 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 is uh, part of your day-to-day operations or part of your day-to-day responsibilities as CEO and president? Well, right now, <laughs> I'm going back and forth between UK time, which we talked about that earlier <laughs> when we were discussing Pacific Standard Time and yeah. Standard Time, right? 
um, going back and forth between UK time and, you know, the United States time. So day-to-day -day operations for me now look a little bit more um, eclectic, pre predominantly because I'm trying to, you know, have conversations with them late and waking up to have conversations, you know, on America time, like later on. But um, normally it's not a lot. It's a lot of emails, a lot of phone calls, a lot of conference calls. Um, you know, me being a mom, running around with the kids, like I do take my breaks to go, you know, have nerf fights and then get back to it. So, Balance. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much my day to day uh, traveling. You know, I usually before I do business in certain countries, which my dad and my family and everybody around me gets on me all the time. I'll hop on a plane really, really quickly and go somewhere for introduction, you know, like a face to face introduction, because going back and forth with for emails. Yeah, you could secure it that way. But. When we're talking about business and my name being on the line, I I gotta I gotta you know see you face to face. So I'm quick to jump on a plane to go overseas. <laughs> now, now you mentioned business. Business is a big part of this, and that's always what's kind of interested you uh, is the behind the scenes as opposed to the show in the front. Um, one thing that I found interesting, I myself have been into crypto for many years since uh, about 2012, and I saw that you have offered to pay employees or players and such in cryptocurrency. Um, what went behind that thought and have you received any slack or any uh, hate for that or anything at all or just love? No, actually, I've got nothing but um, interested millennials, I guess I would say. Mm -hmm. um, it came from a thought because it's like, you know, we have to be innovative regardless if we don't want to go, you know, to the new wave of anything that happens in life. You're still going to go over there regardless. So now it's all about if you go and kicking or screaming, right? So I said to myself, okay, if you look at the the way Bitcoin is going, because I, I invested in Bitcoin long before I offered this as an um, incentive to my staff and my players. And as I'm looking at it, I'm like, man, Bitcoin is consistently growing and it's going to be a thing. So when I started seeing bigger corporations uh, start to invest in Bitcoin, I said to myself, okay, these companies are always two to five years ahead of the game. So if they're invested in this now, it's going to be a thing futuristically. Exactly. Now, this is a year and a half ago. So now here we are, you know, two years or so later, I'm like, it's time. Like I'm looking at Bitcoin. I've invested in Bitcoin. I'm looking at my investment and return on Bitcoin. It's time for us to move in that direction. So everybody was actually really open to it. They were happy about it. Um, I had a counselor teach us all of the, well, I knew about it, but for the people that were unaware of Bitcoin, we did like a whole one hour session on what Bitcoin is, how to use it, how to spend it, um, you know, the new wave. Um, in fact, we actually... Have partnered now with um the cryptocurrency system where you might see some new innovative things from us as a sports team so we'll see Ooh, where that goes very neat very neat that's dope have, have just curious just one last question on that follow-up has anybody taken you up on that and For received Bitcoin? payment yep, been everybody received? the whole They've, staff all they the are getting they are getting paid uh they're getting paid or a percentage of in crypto yeah i love that their percentage in crypto i i actually gave everybody the opportunity to opt out if they didn't want because you know some people are uncomfortable with you know the stock market and numbers new things yeah 401ks even now, you know for millennials um and they all were like nope sign me up like where do i sign give me the dotted line so they all were actually pretty interested in it. and they all were on the conference call in regards to learning about bitcoin so getting back to the to, to the aba i mean at first of all i think that's dope because you know you you're basically once they learn about it you realize how much more money you can make off of it off of that regular paycheck so yeah 
I would definitely probably do every other paycheck. You know, I need the cash, but I need some Bitcoin too. Whatever you, you know. Can afford. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> we definitely yeah. we buy so many novelties. Like, think about it. If you're using Bitcoin to purchase your novelties, tissue, you know, right. socks, t-shirts, things that we normally buy that you could buy in the cryptocurrency world for almost half of the value. Wink, right. wink. You know, I might be giving up too much information here on why people do it, but you know, it's so much ways to offset and make your life easier. Um, by being a part of that, you know, cryptocurrency crew, as I say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not too late. You can still be an early adopter, believe it or not. Yeah, for for real. Hey, but <laughs> let me let me ask you more about the basketball side of it. So um, um I hear the rules are different. Like, you know, they have four pointers, you know, and, and nobody yeah. is allowed to flop. So tell me tell me no, about they that. don't they don't allow flopping. Um if you shoot the ball, I wanna say um I wanna say it's half court, mid court. Um, a three, wait, if you steal the ball backcourt, a three is a four and a two is a three. And then I okay. want to say it's a shorter shot clock. So the, the points for ABA can get really, really high, which is the main reason why I hired <laughs> Wayne Tree Rollins <laughs> because I was like, yo, I need a defensive stopper. Okay. Like somebody like this that has that mindset, you know, the mental mindset to stop these guys before the half line. Okay. And set up right there. So I hired Tree and he's been helping my coaches and coaching my coaches and helping the players, you know. So yeah, they are their rules are very different and your score can get up to I've seen, you know, in history of ABA, uh score get to two hundred and so points. Wow. So wow. yeah, you can get up there really quickly. So it's just regular, right? So I'm over there and I'm dribbling, I'm making shots, it's cool. <laughs> but if I go steal the ball from Stat Pat and then go back now, that's three yeah. points. Yeah, that, if you steal the ball in backcourt. Uh, any any point that you have is double. So a three is a four, a two is a three. Oh man, let's do Can it. you imagine that? So if you if you actually get somebody on your team and your number one position is to make sure when they get to half court or back court that you steal the ball, your points right. are gonna rack up. You know what I'm saying? I got I'm gonna find them one, I'm gonna find them one with the least amount of handles, you know what I'm right. saying? And I'm gonna steal the ball from them and I'm Steph Curry. And then and I'm getting four <laughs> points all the time. <laughs> the good thing about this league is they make sure that everybody here has handles. So you got to make sure you come in with some heat. So are there like a lot it. of, it's uh, very competitive. Are there a lot of foreign players in the league? Um, Not many, but it is now because of me. I actually just got uh, one of the Bahamas national team players uh, that plays for us, in, which is uh, Bernard Bombay, the second. And then we just got uh, two of the Jamaican national players. To play for us so it is now is it wasn't as many before you'll find one here or there but i just put three on our season for this season. now you've been pushing of course because you're not going to stop uh, you'll never be happy with any one thing uh <laughs> so uh you push probably more than any other team out there to uh be globally recognized mm-hmm. um what is the reason for that what do you what, what is the value obviously recognition is great but you see other values in that right oh yeah well in all honesty um we are right now affiliated in 15 different countries, I believe. It, it might be more now because I haven't really looked at my email since earlier. But we were working on two other countries that were supposed to finalize yesterday. But right now, guaranteed, we're um, affiliated with 15 different countries for uh, international alliances for sports. It, it doesn't matter what. It could be youth. It could be us coming there for classic. It could be um, us building, me being on a board, junior board, something of that nature. The goal of that is, each one of these companies or countries that I go to, um, there's companies there, right? So I can network, I can partnership, I can, you know, do whatever needs be. But when I get to my overall goal, I am making that one team a global asset. Okay, so look. (laughs) 
You're way smarter than me. You're gonna be you're gonna be NBA owner. How long do you think it'll take you? About five or ten years. I think five. What do you think? I'm hearing five, but conversations are starting. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Nice. That's beautiful. To get just to get some involvement in there. Um, do you have any um mentors specifically, uh male or female? Uh interesting. Um, not per se, no. And I'm open to mentorships, but I don't have any per se right now. Like, I feel like um, a lot of the knowledge that I have right now, I've done from, you know, a lot of reading, research, analysis, um, where a mentor will give me their vision of how they feel like it should be. And sometimes mentors can be helpful, but depending on what your underlining goal is, they can also hinder your vision because it's their perspective. So they draw I'm open ball. as long as it's, you know, mutual. True entrepreneur. <laughs> spoken like a truck because you're right when you get that that uh that other input they can sometimes put a box around your idea mm -hmm. and then that can sometimes put you in a box so i yeah. completely understand uh what's in the future for rj what's rj besides an nba basketball team uh that's going to be a given uh what's in the future for rj um futuristically i'm gonna go with uh building out my team in europe um I literally just partnered and uh, with a company actually overseas, but I, and it's funny because I got like my prototype right here, and it wasn't like for me to promote it. It was literally because I was looking at it before. Tell I was us, doing tell it. us, yeah, tell yeah. us. We got it's, the time. Um, tell us. Break the news. Let's go. Yeah. So, so uh, everyone asks me. They always say, "Okay, you're a mom. You're an entrepreneur. You're always traveling. You're always on the go." They're like, "How how do you keep your life like intact, right?" And like people don't believe me when I say this, but like I have a really good planner. Like my planner literally helps me out with everything. I sync that with my phone and my iPad and, you know, my computers and all that stuff is all kind of synced together. But I actually launched my own planner because it was like, okay, for those that really need, you know, um, you know, they have strict time constraints, I guess I could say. Um, you need more from planners nowadays. So I created my own. So it's called London Gale, but it's going to launch December 1st <laughs> and it'll be for the 2022 year. Man, what can't you do? Hey, hey but you know what? Man, I'm gonna tell you why. That's oh man, hey, oh, okay. that's funny. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why that's so dope, man. Like I was, uh, as my daughter's a Girl Scouts, and here I go, shameless plug. My daughter's a Girl Scouts, but I was talking to, my, I was talking to one of the dads, right? And the dad, they have, you no, know, his daughter does Girl Scouts, but she also does volleyball. He has two sons that do football. Right. And then he coaches football. Right. So he told me the only day that they have available free is Monday, you know, out of seven days a week, you know, not to mention the homework and everything. We are, we're talking about literally like, you know, 12, 13 year old, you know, and, and he's just talking about how their schedules are so tight. Um, and, um, and, and, and so those types of things like that planner is definitely something that I think a whole lot of people would need. Oh yeah. Like I'm, uh, my kids are homeschooled. So okay. I'm, I'm doing that, you know, making sure that the teachers are okay with their work and they're turning their work in. Cause you know, I don't know if, if you have been around an eight year old, especially an eight year old boy, if you tell them, Hey, sit here and do your homework. Like hmm. the odds of that actually happening are almost slim to none, at least in my house. Okay. So I got to chase him <laughs> with, down. With me, it was none. <laughs> exactly. I got to chase him down, like sit down, do your work. All right. Whatever you don't understand, I'm making sure you understand the phonics. If we got to watch videos on it, if I got to write it out to show it to you, I'm going to make sure you understand it. So, yeah. So I really believe that when they say Mondays are, you know, the only day available in our household, I'm usually looking at about Wednesday, Sundays, 
Like those are probably the two days that I got, you know, to, you know, for me, for my own self, taking my own time um, for myself, usually on Sundays. And then for the family, you know, getting them out of the house, you know, things of that nature, things that I got to go and grab and run and, you know, errands and stuff like that. It's usually a Wednesday. So, yeah. I have a question. Living by the planner. You, you keep very busy. The planner helps. Of course, you actually have to stick to that planner. Um, yeah. Everybody gets tired. Everybody has a day where they're just like, uh, you know, what's going, am I doing this? And so, what, what, what gives you the motivation? What do you use, you use as motivation to push through and get through that day? Because uh, I think those are the days that people don't see. And they assume that you just always have this energy and it's always great and it must be easy for you, but it's never that way for anybody. They never see the hard days, but there are days I'm sure you wake up and you just don't feel like doing it, but you do. Um, um, what yeah, actually that's funny. Cause um, today was one of those days. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, I literally, sometimes I will, I'll wake up and like, you know what? I'm not feeling it. Like if it's a Sunday, I'm not doing nothing. I'm literally like PJ in it all day. Like, mm -hmm everybody's going to fend for themselves unless I decide to cook dinner that day. And they kind of already know this, like by Thursday, like, all right, look what y'all getting on Sunday. Cause it's not, okay, I've already pre-planned to stay in the bed. For That's awesome. But for the things that people don't see, um, I do like a lot of, you know, um, self-care, you know what I mean? Cause like without the mind, the body is pretty much a dud, you know? So I do take time for myself if I feel like I'm being um, or getting too overwhelmed to kind of like take some, you know, some steps back. I do meditate, um, you know, meditation, yoga, you know, stuff like that. So I will take some time and be like, all right, you know, I'm going to go out. I'm going to sit maybe outside, maybe sit in the sun, enjoy some sun or read or something to kind of, you know, um, get away from like the woes of my position. But uh, I love what I do. So it does give me a, you know, a different set of energy, if that makes sense. Um, but you do have those days where you like, no, today's just not that day. And even though it's not that day, I'm going to do enough, but so that way I'm not doing nothing, but I'm still going to take this time for self-care. So I think that's awesome. Happens. I think that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, and everybody needs to have a self-care day for sure. Cause I mean, it, it's a, it's like a reset day, you know, you, you're out there, you're grinding, you're moving. Um, you know, we, we're, we're, we got stuff in the midst that we're trying to launch and, um, you know, mm -hmm. uh, first of the year. And sometimes you need to reset because you, I could imagine, you know, all the things that you're doing, like within the business, as far as like, you know, getting coaches, phones, kids, yeah, iPad, right, <laughs> yeah, right. You're trying to get, yeah, 15 <laughs> countries, maybe two right. more. Yeah. So you're, you're, there's so many aspects to that one single business you have. Uh, and I, we've had, we've had three, I've had three different meetings talking about the same thing, mm -hmm. with three, but there were three different subjects. Right. And your brain's like, oh my God, like, what are we it's talking so about weird. now? You know yeah. what I mean? So I can imagine, because you sound like you're doing the same thing. One minute you're over there trying to hire a Tree Wallens, another <laughs> meeting you're trying to get some advertising, another minute you try to get a player to come over and play for Tree Wallens. Yeah. So I can imagine it is it, it, very difficult, but it's rewarding at the same time. Very much so. Like, I literally, I love what I do. I can't wait to get to the level where I can complain. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, like, by the time I get to the NBA, I'm like, look, all right, let's set up this interview up. Like, now I'm complaining. But right Yeah, now, and, and everyone will say it was overnight, too. They will say, oh, it was overnight. You're like, no, right. it was not. You fought hard and worked hard to get there, but everyone else sees it as overnight. Exactly. Well, this was great, RJ. Thank you so much for joining us. Can you please let everybody know how they can keep up to date with you and what you've got going on? Definitely. Um, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at RJ White Official, and you can look up Vipers Pro Basketball at VipersProBasketball.com or Vipers Pro Ball on Instagram. All right. Nice. You promise to come back at some point? Of course. 
course. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we'd be happy to have you. Thank you so much, RJ. You have a great night. Thank you for staying up late with us. Oh, no worries. Thanks for having me. Right, <laughs> good, it's like, good, luck, good luck in the season. Have we'll a good one. Thanks. All right, boy. All right. All right. Uh, RJ, wonderful, right? Yes. Uh, I mean, again, awesome. so accomplished. I, I just, I get exhausted just hearing what she accomplished by the time she was 16. <laughs> Man, I mean, for real, like that's, that's crazy and amazing because, <laughs> so, you know, you know, and, but you know what though, it, it proves that you can start being an entrepreneur at any age. You know what I mean? And that's, to, to me, that's like really inspiring. Lemonade stand. Well, all the kids though. got like. Well, look, because I, 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 look, I've had, I had a conversation with my mom one time. You know, my mom worked 47 years with, with, with her company. And she didn't like the fact that my daughter was saying that she wanted to be an entrepreneur. But what I had to explain to my mom was, I said, mom, they don't breed career, career, career employees anymore. Like, you know, AT&T doesn't want nobody to be there 30 years anymore. They, you know, the post office doesn't want, because I always say, you always know somebody that works for the post office or the phone company, right? Like, think about it. You all, you know, somebody that worked those two places, either post office or both. You know, you know somebody that works for the post office. I, I guarantee it. But again, they don't, but the post office does not make and breed career employees. They don't give pensions. They don't do the long time stuff anymore. It's too expensive. So now, now you you know the what what you have to do is to become an entrepreneur to really be able to um uh, you know further and, and actually be really, really successful. These homes out here are a million dollars. And and you ain't and you're not making that money anymore now. They start yeah. you they start you at eighteen, nineteen dollars an hour and they're like, hey, that's above minimum wage. Stop tripping. So you know that's the <laughs> am I lying? No. Okay. So so the fact that she had the mindset of eight, I mean at six years old and and started her first business at, at 16. Like, she had people's social security numbers. Like, dude, that's, like, really amazing. Yeah, a lot I of mean, responsibility at the age. Man, bro. for real. Yeah, definitely. So, definitely. yeah, so, no, shout out to, shout out to uh, RJ. I mean, she's, like, one of my favorite persons. She's awesome, that, right? that we Amazing. Have. I'm always so impressed with our guests. Okay, so uh, we're going to take a quick little break here. Don't go anywhere. Uh, when we return, we're going to go ahead and talk NFL. We're going to go ahead and talk NBA. Lakers played a game. Rams played a game. I I think there's a Monday night game we might have to chat about when we get back. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Profanity Nation. The Profanity Nation is now the official podcast of the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on Clubhouse. Be sure to join over 5,000 strong and growing. Also, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. Again, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. Hey guys, after a long weekend, I like to just chill out. Actually, a long week, and then going into the weekend, I like yeah. to chill out. Sometimes I like to just have a little drink, but I don't like to drink alcohol that much. Mm -hmm. So what I'll do is I'll go stop by this place in Chatsworth, Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center. Okay. And they've got different types of drinks that can still make me feel okay. We're just going to say different <laughs> types because Apple doesn't like it when we say certain words. So we can say other words. But Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center in Chatsworth, California has got everything you need, edibles, tinctures, all that good stuff um, to make you feel good, to make you feel right, and keep you healthy. So be sure to stop by there. Again, that's in Chatsworth, California, the San Fernando Valley, the valley, the real valley. Um, and stop by there, say the Profanity Nation sent you, and they're going to take care of you, that's for sure. So um, don't hesitate 
to go take care of that. Also, I just want to thank and put a special thank you out to the Good News Network, uh, Good News Radio, yeah. and everybody there because they are awesome. Uh, they are our family. This is the studio that we uh, record in, and every week you see us in, that is TGN. What you need to do is you need to go online, and you need to go to the Play Store or the App Store. You need to download the Good News Radio app. Incredible shows on there. Our sister and brother shows that we have on this network are absolutely incredible. Uh, whether there's sports shows, talk shows, or even uh, Spanish-speaking shows, uh, they're all on there. Just download the app. You're missing out if you don't. Uh, that's where you want to be. Uh, you can hear us live on that app, TGN, the Good News Radio, or on the Clubhouse app. Mm -hmm. in the Los Angeles Lakers fan uh, fan club room or YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter. Those are the only spots. But let's get back to business, guys. Thank you for sticking with us, everybody. All right. So um, let's start with just the, the basic here, and then we'll move on to the biggest. Let's start with NBA because NBA is still in preseason, and they just got going. Uh, I was lucky enough, uh, lucky enough to go in the building today at Staples Center, and I did catch the game between the Lakers and the Nets. Okay. Um, it was a good vibe. Uh, fans are excited. That's for sure. Uh, the game. What, what, what does good vibe mean? You know, that, that's, that's, that's like saying, you know, ugly baby is very reactive. I'm like, oh, look how alert they are. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, the fans. I'm talking about the fans. The fans were really excited for just the first preseason game. And the, considering that the big stars weren't playing, AD did play, of course. If you didn't watch or, or hear, AD did play, but no LeBron. No Westbrook, no Carmelo, no Trevor Ariza. But just about everybody else played. Yeah. And some of them played pretty well. I liked none. Yeah. I liked Monk. Um, Money Mike was not impressed. He expects us to go not just 81 and 0, but he expects the preseason to be perfect too. Yeah. No, look, look, here, here's, here's my own thing. And let me, let me just say, I am not concerned, but. When I look at this, and we talked about how our roster is kind of already filled, like mm -hmm. we, we got our twelve, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, right. we, we're trying to figure out who the last two going to be. How, who's who? How are they going to get minutes? But we, but our our twelve. Correct me if I'm wrong. Our twelve are signed, right? Mm -hmm. And they should be. And I got that. You know, the top, the starting is not not playing, but our twelve are signed, and their starters didn't really play, right? Like on on the other side. Uh, maybe Kyrie did because he's not gonna play at home. No, no Kyrie. See, there you go. So Kyrie didn't play. No Durant. No Kyrie. No Durant. So okay. So now Cam Thompson. Yeah. So you, you Cam Thompson. Who's that? We don't know, right? But he's over there balling against people who we already have under contract. Mm -hmm. So my only thing is like, yo, you, you guys got some stuff to work on, some timing and things like that. You know, we we don't have to win, but you know, can we be competitive? Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, However, when I'm thinking about how the, you know, the team is made up um, and we're looking at primary ball handlers, like it just, you know, we were just a collection of parts. So it wasn't like we were any kind of cohesion and personal, you know, when we're talking about a Frank Vogel led team we're talking about first and foremost defense. So you had some of that, but we don't know where these guys are going to you know land and where they're going to be at. Um, one thing I did notice when it comes to, you know, having a, like none. Um, and also the guys like Bazemore. I like Bazemore, but I think Bazemore has put himself probably by third in that shooting guard. Um, he started today, but I like, um, you know, of course, or everyone wants to talk about Monk yeah, um, because he really well. was the one. 
Um, but then Ellington is going to also be a part of the because uh, he has a better defense, I think, and mm-hmm. so he'll more consistent, more consistent. And he'll probably start. Um, but you know, one thing we know about the Lakers, especially under Vogel, um, you can start, but your minutes is what's more more important. Um, you can start and have all that glorified, and you want to have a, a start Six streak. Minutes again, go for it, but heavier like you, you Javale McGee, start and just don't play after the third quarter. You know, so. It, it, you know, it was interesting. I mean, I'm, I want to see what you guys think about uh, some of the, the players. Money? I don't. I know. I know, I know. We lost by forty money. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, come I on. mean, I, I just listen. I just want to be a little bit competitive, <laughs> like all the time. We go on the court. We got. You got to try to win. I know it doesn't count, but you know, you know. I mean, we. Mike, am, you I tried, am I wrong? Am I wrong? I mean, if you ask me if you're wrong, but I'm not I mean, going to subscribe to the fact that I'm. Going to look back at a forty-point, you know, blowout in preseason and and take from that, like, oh, that's where the trouble started. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to take First from that. I can't season. look too much into that. I can just look at individual performances and then imagine but, uh, but, how but, they're going to okay. fit with the guys that are not there. But, that's but all it, I can do. But isn't the philosophy though yeah, the, that okay? I want to be the first person coming off the bench. I want to be, you know, uh, uh, in in the rotation. Mm. You know, these people should be playing for those positions because mm. those are the only ones, those only job openings we have, basically. Okay. You know, are, are you know being the sixth man, mm-hmm. being in mm-hmm. the rotation player, you know, things like that. So when they don't, when you don't have the stars playing, you know, they should be able to go in that cell and that. So when when you have a, a, a you know, Jeff, you went to the game yeah. and, and you decided to leave at halftime. Yeah. That mean that tells me you weren't even entertained. Um, yeah, I went to go, you know, feel the vibe, like I said, vibe. Um, yeah, no, I, I went to go check it out and see what it was like, um, see what the stadium was gonna be like, what it was like to access and all that stuff for this season. Um, I, I wasn't expecting much from the team, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I think, you know, when you bring up the point that, yeah, they're fighting for a roster spot or, you know, minutes or even a roster spot on another team, you're right. But but there's there's a fine line that you walk there with pushing too hard and going outside of what the coach is asking you to do. And when you're a role player, you just – the coach asks you to do this and be in that position on this play, that's where you're going to be. Uh, you're not going to push. You're not going to go outside of that if if you're a bubble player, what I call bubble, you know, on the verge of maybe not being signed. So I don't think you're going to see those players jump out of the court or, or do anything uh, unexpected at this point. They're, they're going to try and just play by the rules mm-hmm. and uh, uh, catch a ride on this train because they know where where they stand in the food line. It's funny you say that. Speaking of bubble, I mean, remember what the Lakers looked like before the bubble? Yeah. Yeah. And won a championship. Yeah, I got you. So, I mean, yep. we're going to judge off of the performances. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, I'm, that's what I'm just saying. Like, I I can see a performance and I can look at it and then I can take it out of context and be like, well, this is what we are. I can't. What what do I say? I mean, I know you're saying that competitive. But if I got, like, Austin Reeves playing, like, 35 minutes, that's not indicative of he's barely – he's green. Like, what? I, how do I even – Okay. If, his, he, he, if he's getting busted, like – you know what I'm saying? He's not even going to be on the court. So it's like, I can't really go with that because if his plus minus is like negative 25, he ain't never going to have that. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> even if it's a plus 25, it don't He's matter. Never have that. They like, never have another chance at it again. Okay, so, so let me let me ask you guys another, another, another uh-huh. complete opposite uh, of this. 
do y'all just want to fast forward to start the playoffs? Like, you know, do, do we even <laughs> no, no, do we no, even want to even go no, through the season? No, <laughs> I want I need I want all of them. I want eighty two games. I mean, that's how you build the. That's how you get to know the man. Team. I can't. I'm just, so that's excited. how you get to learn that KCP doesn't earn the name of this. Yeah, and that dude, is how all yeah, that yeah. There's a lot of like data we have from him that we made sure that he like he didn't deserve a nickname. You know, it takes a you little while like, to build that, dude. And but on, dude. I would like to package and bubble wrap AD into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so him, like, yeah. yeah. So so put put some. Uh, like like if we go bowling, you know, put the little bumpers on. Exactly. You know, for and, him. Then, and then playoff start, take the bumpers off. Yeah. Gotcha. Like he should start the game and only get six minutes a game. <laughs> the first and the, yeah. Make sure he's healthy. He's he I think he's the only guy that really worries you. Um, and, and and that's my question. The one that we worried about, they played. Well, he oh look, man, he needs to go out there. I mean, I'm sorry. He needs to show that. I mean, he has a play. I I can't really subscribe to the fact that like, you play and you like pretend like you're gonna get hurt, like or you worry about getting hurt. You, I, you can't. You don't play sports like that. Like the minute you start thinking about an injury, you get hurt. Get hurt yeah. You know, the minute you start overcompensating for one injury, you get hurt. Except like, that's, wasn't it? Uh, except Bynum, Andrew Bynum back in the day, wasn't it against the Grizzlies? He blew out his knee twice. Yeah, first time. Thanks, Lamar Odom. Um, Next time was Kobe rolled into it. Yeah, yeah. So and he blew out both knees. Yeah, it was like yikes. Um, So you never do know. You never know. Maybe those games you sit down. (laughs) But um, one thing I noticed, like, of course, we have like you know, is a the debate is AD gonna you know start at at the five or uh, if he doesn't start at the five and you know in the beginning of the season, who's gonna start next to him? Is it gonna be? Uh, DeAndre Jordan, or is it going to be Dwight Howard? Um, DeAndre Jordan actually did get the first shot start to that. start with him, and I think that's the way you're going to have to go because it's almost feels like JaVel McGee to me. Like when Dwight Howard came off the bench, he brought a lot more energy. Yeah, and I I think that's what he infuses the the bench players and the whole squad. And we out. and we needed that. That's why I'm like very interested of if you know. His energy, and then like same playing with a person like Westbrook, and seeing how both of that is going to happen, how that's going to mesh. I think it's going to be infectious. I think it's going to have a lot of good coming out of that. You got to make sure that you keep the ball in in um, Russ's hands. You you kind of like if you do not let Russ be Russ, it's going to chop his his value. His value. He's going to not going to be a floor spacer, so you can't take it out and then tell him to sit in the corner because he doesn't have a good mm-hmm. good shot. So. You have to let him create, and then, but that also what you know, money always talk about, like how is that? How is LeBron going to be able to handle that? Um, but I saw a lot of other pieces on here where I think they're going to be able to spread out and distribute all of those duties without filling out, burning out one or the other. So, see, last season when LeBron wasn't on the ball, who did they have? That's true. There's twelve, yeah, but and then Caruso. Yeah. yeah, this year it feels like they have more options. Oh yeah, more options uh, to bring up the ball. Yeah. That's for sure. But but listen, I, and y'all know I've been saying it all the whole time. We got to make sure Westbrook plays his game. I mean, to me, that's mm-hmm. the most important thing that they need to figure out is to make sure that they put they they have Westbrook in a position where he could be successful, therefore the team could be successful. Mm-hmm. And I think if that is, like I said, LeBron not having the ball as much, playing off ball, whatever that is, they need to do a little catering to him 
Because if we do that and we get him comfortable and he's happy, we know if nothing else, he's gonna give us his all. You know, and 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 that's like like I said, if if Westbrook is able to play like Westbrook, which a lot of people are trying, a lot of Laker fans. Um, the first, I mean, the thing that we kind of like in our recent memory, since it's only been almost a, a year since we were in the bubble, even though it was like that last season was weird. Yeah. Um, we remember the a lot of Laker fans remember the uh, Westbrook from Houston, and kind of like scoff at the Wizards Westbrook, and that's the highlights they need to watch. Because he actually still had the athleticism. That's another thing. You need to see his explosiveness, that he still have that. And that's a big part of Russell's Westbrook game, and he has that still. He's able to go, and he was a defensive player when he first was came into the league. So if Vogel can tap into that and make him more of you know, a defensive-rounded player, I mean, he could be like, you know, he can be the spear of the defense. You know, he can be the, the tip of the spear, if you will, like being able to go ahead and be that defensive, not stopper, but – just to slow him down, you know, and get those easy steals and get those breakaway dunks that always energizes the crowd. Like I think a lot of I'm I'm really excited about. That's my guy. I'm I'm really excited to see. I mean, like most Laker fans, we're really excited to see uh, Westbrook. You know, uh, there's a little bit more details breaking um, this last week about the trade and how that came about. One of which is that he didn't necessarily ask for a trade. He just mm-hmm. said, "Hey." Um, I'd love to play for the Lakers, you know, at some point, and, <laughs> you know, that kind of happened. But uh, I guess uh, the owner of the Washington Wizards said, well, hey, how about the Clippers? Um, <laughs> he said, F, no. He said, right. no. So, I, I mean, you got to love that. Right. You just have to Absolutely. love yes. that as opposed to the Paul George. He said, I'm not going back to play with PG. He could have gone back to team yeah. up with PG. Think about that. They just left OKC. They were all buddy, buddy, buddy. He already knew what he had. F, no. But you know, I mean, and that story also has another layer to it. When you think that um, um, Kawhi recruited Westbrook first, he did. He tried to get Westbrook, first. and so the fact he that he used, him. but the fact that he to get Paul George over there, Kawhi used the information that he gathered from Westbrook and gave and told him like, "Well, you already think about you getting like like trading out, and won't you team up with me?" and that's how they got PG. So if if Westbrook is really going to go to like the snakes, that kind of like Westbrook is that type of guy, and he's not that guy. First of all, he loved the Lakers. That's number one. Yeah. Number two, he's looking at both of those guys. Like first of all, it's like okay, Kawhi, you dirty, you didn't have to do me like that. And then PG is like, I mean, we were building something here. It wasn't yeah. like they were like I mean, just out. committed. Like, yeah, I mean, and he, yeah, he signed a long term deal. I mean, you know, he had that little that party signing party. <laughs> you know, I'm staying. You know, but but one thing about like Westbrook, in which I'm I, I haven't seen Westbrook this happy in a long. I mean, <laughs> have y'all seen him smiling? Like I mean, this, it's, just, it's usually no, the style. Like the it's permagrin. Now it's he. He is happy. He I looking think at everybody it. happy. Though. Carmelo's happy. Oh, everybody's happy. Did, did dude. you hear that? It's crazy. Hey, did you hear that Carmelo called LeBron the GM? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He said you the GM. So yeah. I mean, look, like I yeah. said, what that like a month ago. Yeah, you the GM. That's my out of bounds. Yeah, yeah you the GM. Man, you yeah. want to come over here? We, we'll do that. Man, all, all right. right. So we love our Lakers, but all there's right. also more to talk about. We're getting short on time here, guys. Uh, NFL games. Uh, Rams finally lost today. Uh, in fact, they got pretty. Oh, they got smoked. Yeah, they, they got, got smoked. They got thoroughly beat today, but I guess that's bound to happen, right? So they're three and one at this point. Or no? yeah, they, it's bound to happen. But if you were, if you had to like 
say they would lose to the Cardinals, which is the division of division four. Excuse me, it would be in Glendale. You wouldn't think it would Not happen at, at SoFi, and in the such thing a is, manner. yeah, and, and and you know what? That just says a lot about. I mean, hopefully the Rams can can come out of this because actually, I think they overlooked they overlooked this this matchup because they've always beaten. I think they've beaten like eight, you know, like uh uh you know uh, pretty much eight times in a row, but they already beat Tom Brady the week before. So they were coming off that high, and I so just say it game. could be a trapped game, but you can't really, I mean, it's Division 4, and that Division 4 was also undefeated, so you just can't let that happen. You can't let that happen. Yeah, see, the, the thing about that is, like, when, when you look at the Rams, you know, and, and, and Timmy and Timmy F.A., uh, no nah, man. Why do I keep on saying that? No man. Where's the where's not the Unabomber, bro? I'm just gonna say Buffet. Sean, right? Sean. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say Buffet. I'm not even gonna say the Sean. Man, I keep doing that. Um <laughs> yeah, you know, you said we, <laughs> no, <laughs> my fault. But we know but when you <sighs> when you look at that, it is it's I don't know what it is about the rounds where you get like, okay, we're good. We really are good. We 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 can do this. And then all of a sudden we go against somebody that's good, and then it's the letdown. You know what I mean? And, and it's always it's always that. So they'll be they're gonna be able to rack those wins up against those uh above average players. But when you have like listen, they you know, Arizona is just as complete. As as oh, yeah. as the Rams, right? Yeah. So now it's it's literally you know two heavyweights. Like we have everything. We have we got a great quarterback. We got great receivers. We got great defense. You know we have they have everything the Rams have. Yeah. And then when you lose it at home, lose lose at home is it's 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 like okay. And not it wasn't a close. It wasn't like it was a close. Game. No, it wasn't. You know what I mean? Like literally they and <laughs> they kind of almost got blown out. You yeah. know so. You you don't they down, oh, wait 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 they were down with three touchdowns I, right and they, at and, one point they but, were down 35-14. That's what I'm saying, like you know, but the score at home the score kind of looks like it was closer. But, yeah, like they, they but, always saying it was like the score does not indicate it's the not indicative, the story. Right. Not indicative yeah. of the score. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right, right. But that's what I'm saying. So indicative. you know, yes. we we have to um, we, we're going to have to see what what they're going to do. I mean, you know, they're going to win. You know, twelve games at least. Um, but they cannot have a letdown. They gotta, they gotta beat those teams right. that are definitely, uh, you know, equal to them. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, another big game for LA tomorrow night. Uh, this is a big game for the nation, Man. Uh, Raider Nation. Yes, sir. Charger Nation, NFL no, Nation. There's only one nation. There's only one there's nation. Only one right. nation. Uh, I'm gonna let Pat have the mic on this one. Pat, just break down this game for us. Tell us what to look for. Uh, you've got about uh, two minutes. Real please. quick, real quick. I mean, when we first saw the schedule, we didn't think this game was gonna mean anything. And now that since Denver actually fell from the ranks of the unbeaten. Now this game is for first place. So all of that stuff beforehand is now you got the three, uh, um, the two and one Chargers with three and zero Raiders, and it's it's going to be and it's going to be the first time the Raiders invade SoFi. So it's going to be awesome. It's going to be it's it's actually going to be an awesome uh, game. Uh, I think the um, the Chargers actually have what it takes to beat the Raiders, and I'm a Raider fan. Um, I'm looking at the Raiders. I've seen some some little holes. Um, they had it could easily be the three and zero. They could easily be one and two. Uh, two of their games won in the overtime. So, and you know there are uh, the Ch- the Chargers coming off the Chiefs win. So it's going to be interesting to see if the I'm looking at the Ra- Raiders and can the Raiders go 
with expectations and beat a Charger team that's coming on the upswing. So it's going to be both of them have a lot to prove. Derek Carr has a lot to prove. Also, you know, Herbert is the new heir apparent. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Money Mike, you've been to uh, just about every tailgate for the Chargers this year, and you Man, say they're a wild bunch. I so. want this tailgate. Yeah, I want. I want we'll the be tailgate. there tomorrow. We're gonna we're gonna be there. Gates open at one p.m. We're and probably, we'll be there at one. And, and we're gonna be there for that tailgate. Now, listen, I went to the tailgate with, with the Cowboys, and that that was crazy. And but by me looking at that Cowboy one, I said, "Ooh, that Raider." <laughs> that was just be. a precursor. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm gonna tell yeah. you, man. Like I, um, when the Rams played the Raiders in the preseason, I happened to be over there at that Target around the corner. Yeah. You know, from and they were tailgating at the Target around the corner. From you know, listen, I guarantee you, some Raiders fans out there Already. right now getting you know, getting ready. So drive, drive by so far, you're gonna see some. Raider fans out there. Yeah. It, it's going to be that crowd's going to be 50 50. Yeah. Which means they better hope it's 50 yeah, 50. I, I don't think it's 50. I'm thinking man, 75 25, man, honestly. Listen, it's going to be at, at least. Is it going to be a blackout? Oh, it's going to be. It's going to be, be, be a, a, it's gonna gonna be be a minimum of 50 50. A yeah. minimum. And that's, and, that's and, bad and for which, them. Which, which means. Yeah, that which, doesn't help. Which really means is if, you know, every. But can, can you imagine, though, like what that feel like? It's almost like you're literally both teams are in a neutral place and everybody traveled there, right? You know that's what it feels like. So you you're literally you have the 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 visiting San side, Diego. they they're cheering after every play, and then you got the you know the Chargers, they cheering after every play. It, like it's gonna be loud the whole game. Wow, the whole, I mean, come on, man. I mean, real quick, it's going to be. Real quick, just I know we got to get to our next segment, but real quick about that game. Remember, the Raiders used to take over Qualcomm, which is basically in San Diego. These are the San Diego Chargers that that had their stadium been taken by people that were from Oakland and from Los Angeles. You are literally going back into Los Angeles and trying to claim that you have the market of Los Angeles versus the Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah, you know, you know, the right. I, I'm yeah. really interested to see what this tailgate is like and what the game's like. Man, I can't wait be, for it. It's, it's going to be super exciting. It's going to be cracking, man. Okay, so I, I hope it's just safe. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't let today's show go by without saying that for the first time, I think literally ever, ever in my life, I am excited as a mother effer for the Super Bowl halftime show oh. in L.A. Bro. Man, okay. if you have... I got feelings about that, though. I got feelings about they that. Did it. They right, did it. Dude, hey. they, they're bringing it. Hang on, hang on. If you haven't heard... Okay, the finally, we have a real halftime show here. We got, we got Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, and Eminem all going to perform at the halftime show. It's going to be off the hook. Yes. Okay, but look, okay, look, you know me. I'm, th- I'm always thinking differently. I'm going to love it. <laughs> Let me just say that now. Me, for the culture, I'm going to love it. Yeah. But this is a worldwide event. Hey. And these, we know that these they, they are known worldwide. Hey. But the co- for the culture, for us, it's great. Now, here's my question, though. Here's my question. That's a really big stage. Yeah. And usually there's dancers and there's, you know, there's theatrics and, you know, and, you know, rap concerts, we love them. 
but they crip walking, and and they, hey. and, and they <laughs> I want them to crip walk and, and, all and up they, and down that and, thing, and, and they got the sits you know, Chevy, you know, they'll do the something awesome. Like I'm trying to figure out, like this is going to be so fun. Here's my question though: How gangster are we really going to be, or are we going to kind of level that out and try to create the you know PG what I mean? gangster? I'm I'm just I'm, hey, just, asking. I'm just saying I'm just asking. if they don't I'm come out asking. the Dre Day, if they don't come out the like come on, dude, they, but, but if they don't come out the, if they don't come if, if the first it's thing you don't hear bling, 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 you, you can't if you don't hear that, dude, they, hey. they're doing it wrong. They're doing it wrong. But you, no, you, you be the first thing you, you can, but you can't play no, you cannot play. Okay. It ain't no I, I have another thing. As I, mean, I think can, about this, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I, I know this is this is gonna continue. Okay, yeah, they're gonna play for the culture. Okay, I want it. But you can't play. It no, ain't they're no playing. Fun. You they're going to play. Mean? They're going to play. All right, next. <laughs> next. Okay, really quick. I know we have one last segment. We're running out of I'm time. I just I okay. just need some facial expressions yes. from you guys, okay? There's a new show in Vegas that you can go to, okay? There's a new concert show. And uh, there is a celebrity singer that is on tour that you probably thought you'd never see on tour again. This is like you said, complete stage show with live band dancers, um, everything. Um, Whitney Houston is on tour in Las Vegas. <laughs> as a hologram. And oh, no. you can go to Las Vegas no. and oh, see no. Whitney as a hologram with live dancers and a live band seven nights a week. The girl died. Wow. Thank you. I just wanted the facial expressions. Wow. Y'all need to go that's to YouTube because that, that's the died. same exact expression you know, you know, you know I had. Know. Was like it's unnecessary. You, you know what? You know what's so Only bad? Vegas about would that. do some stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but you know what? You know what's so great? It's so bad. That's about just that. the first. It's gonna happen. Yes. I need I need Tupac with it too. Then man, let's get all the hologram. It's gonna be. They so they doing that seven days a week. Oh wow! I mean. Man, <laughs> here's, here's a problem. Dead with Whitney has a residence. Bro, here's, okay. here's a problem with that. At least they like, get off strip, like I've, Golden Nugget. Yeah, I've li- you know, li- like I think I was watching The Voice like with my kids like the other day, and you know people were just singing, and I'm like, yeah, they could sing, but they don't, they don't have it. You know what I mean? You know, Whitney, Whitney had it. It was, it was a something about her voice. And there's very few, like you know, there's very few who could get to. Oh, she's like, like, best. like Whitney, Whitney level, right? And and is do I want to see that as a hologram no. and a recorded voice? No, no, with no. live dancers no. doing no. this around no. a hologram. No. I mean, I couldn't. The, the only way, yeah. the, the only, I'll be honest with you, the only Clownery. way, tacky. no, 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 but the only tacky, tacky. Think about that. Exactly. Only, I think the only way that I probably would really want to see that. Is if they did an actual the hologram was the actual concert that she actually did. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So a hologram of the whole whole concert of a concert of her actually singing live. The, the clips that I saw looked like they took her right out of her videos. No, see, you can't do that. All I different need, ages. I need her. I need her to be interacting. If you if, listen, we gonna do this. We gonna make this work. We gonna find her. You know, we gonna go and find the tour that was recorded and <laughs> and have right. that and have that, one that hologram duplicate that performance. You know yeah. what I mean? Because that way, now we're really getting the feel. If we're literally just pressing play, and I know I'm paying $150 probably for this. more than that. You know, probably 200 because it's a hologram. And Vegas. Nah, I'm good. No, I'm I need good. I need her 100%. to do, I need her to be reaching out <laughs> and be talking to somebody. 
You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like they're doing a concert. I want to see some many, magic. There's too many Vegas impersonators. Man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm glad I got you guys with that one. Okay. So uh, as usual, we always finish our show with a segment we call Money Mike's Out of Bounds. Uh, what that means is Money Mike's going to share his opinion on a topic or a subject, and he just wants to know, is his thoughts in bounds or out of bounds? Okay. You know what? You know what? Um, I, I, there's one more thing I want to bring up before, before the show okay. here because I just want to laugh at him. Uh-huh. And then and then after we laugh at him, we'll, we'll do the other mask. I'm laughing at, at Schroeder. Schroeder had yeah. a press conference yeah. and said that money isn't everything. Okay. Right. So so I'm laughing at the dude because I'm trying to I'm really, really, you know, I, I you know, I I I understand I was trying to understand like really like what he meant because see, here's my question. I just have one question for this. We offered him what four years, eighty million dollars. Eighty four million. So we offered him four years, eighty million dollars, which is which is twenty one million a year, right? So he got he got one year five point nine, right? Mm-hmm. So let, let, let's just say, let's just say six million just to even mm-hmm. it out. Okay. So if he's telling me money and everything, is he telling me that that, that this we just do one year, twenty one million minus six million, that's fifteen million. Was he just gonna donate the fifteen million to charity and just no. live off that six? No, because I, I'm just. This not even my other bounds. I just want to just. They got wife and kids. No, yeah, no, 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 no. But money ain't everything. So I mean, because if you're telling me money not everything, then <laughs> then that, yeah, well, then let's me, live it. <laughs> you're telling me that that 15 million, you weren't tripping. But what he, what what are you pulled to say? He can't say nothing. Hey, you know what? He, he, that's all listen, he can say. But you, you can't can say. say. You can't he's, he's talking to himself when he says that. He's not talking to us. Yeah, you can. You cannot say. He's convincing himself. You can't say money not everything. Yeah, that's what you he's know, telling himself every day when he wakes up. All right, up. cool. All I'm right, money Mike's out of bounds. Go for it. Out of okay, cool. Hey, so y'all, it was a big game today. It was, it was a big game. Uh, uh, you know, Sunday night football. It was, it was, it was Tampa Bay. Didn't even talk about that. Tampa Bay and the Patriots, right? Yeah. And and, and, and I'm watching this man. And, you know, all week we've been hearing about Belichick and 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 Brady, Brady and, Be- and Brady and Belichick and, and you know Brady, you know Brady, 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 Brady. And I'm watching, I'm watching the the the, the preview to it, and they got all these. I mean, they got all the. I mean, everybody, like everybody's coming to this Patriot game with this number twelve jersey on, mm-hmm. you know, for Brady, you know. And and I got that they have love for him. I I'm I, I'm rocking with the love. But then they asked some people. They said, "Are y'all gonna be rooting for Brady?" You know. And some people were like, "Yeah, you know what he did for us." What he did for us, yeah, yeah, I'm rooting for him. Now, look, am I out of bounds to say that it, it, it don't matter what player it is? I'm I'm team over player. Yeah. It doesn't matter what player. It is. Am I out of bounds to say you ain't on my team? I don't want you to get hurt or nothing. I can still like you, but I'm rooting for my team oh, yeah. over my over my player. Am I out of bounds to say I'm rooting for my team regardless? No, you're in bounds. You're completely in bounds. And I actually saw an interview with big Boston boy, Matt Damon. Okay. And Matt Damon stated he would root for Tom Brady over the Patriots. Yeah, see, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. You know, I don't even want, like, look, you know, and I love what Belichick said. Belichick said, I wish him luck, but not on Sunday. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it. You know, so... uh I just want to make sure I'm not tripping because... No, you're in bounds. I'm not... No, you're in bounds. I'm like, like, y'all, I mean... I, I can't do that. I can't go and be excited about somebody else who voluntarily left. You know, let's let's keep it real. They voluntarily left. You know, coming to a stand, I'm, and I'm excited to watch him play. No, nah, no, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, you're a bounce, bro. 
And I even thought of I asked myself, I was like, what if that was Kobe? You know, I still couldn't do it. I'm a Laker fan. Yeah, no, Lakers first. I, mean, I yeah. love Kobe. Don't get me wrong. And you always and will. I, was, I always will. And I will watch Kobe play against somebody else. Hey, actually, this is a good. This is a great year to actually test that really quick. Because how many Lakers came back yeah. this year? Not necessarily historically great. Like we've got Dwight back, Ellington back for another session, Baysmore back for another session, Rondo back for another session. So you know, you got these guys back. You support yeah. them. It's all good. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm happy I'm inbounds. You're in yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> not right. many times. Everybody, yeah. thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you to our guest, Marco Nunez, and especially RJ White. She was incredible. Uh, be sure to check her out in the Vipers Pro Basketball team. And she's going places. So if you, if you don't check her out, she, she's going to be in your face one day or another. And I'm going to tell you. Um, so thank you very much. Thank you to the Los Angeles Lakers fan club room in the clubhouse app. That is where we stream live over 9,000 members and growing. Mm -hmm. Thank you, crispy. Thank you, TGN. Thank you to pure life wellness, alternative alternative wellness center and everybody who supports our podcast and our support. Thank you very much. We will see you next week on behalf of money, Mike step hat and yours truly Simsta. A podcast for the fans, by the fans. Dive deep into the topics the other shows miss, raw and uncensored. And he's going to play team ball. His legacy is at stake. Rare, hard-hitting interviews with players, coaches, and you, the super fans. I'm not hating. I'm like, okay, cool. Three championships in five years. He's more than good, bro. Profanity Nation. Listen live or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Powered by Jesse Brown of Keller Williams. The Profanity Nation is now the official podcast of the Los Angeles Lakers Fan Club on Clubhouse. Be sure to join over 5,000 strong and growing. Also, text LAKERS to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. Again, text LAKERS to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt.